Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. We are a group of converts from Singapore focused on sharing convert experiences and lessons to benefit both born Muslims and converts alike. If you have anyone in your life trying to find their path back in Islam, do share our podcast with them and have a discussion about the stories told by our fellow brothers and sisters. Do follow us on Spotify and send your feedback via our Instagram page at Convert Central. Uh, welcome to the fourth episode of Convert Central's Shower Series. So, in the previous podcast, we've gotten the blessing and opportunity to listen to Sister Ashalina, uh, Brother Ali, and uh, Brother Ibrahim's Ramadan Reflections. And it was a very, very interesting episode. All 10 of us right now, we are in the Zoom call, and uh, we have, all 10 of us, we have enjoyed the past 40 minutes uh, greatly. So, the next segment that we are going to have is a new, something that we hope to introduce to Convert Central. It's just a light-hearted side of conversion, you know. Uh, light-hearted side of what we, we face. Uh, it's not o- always uh, serious, gloomy stuff, you know. Uh, it's also sometimes, uh, you know, we, we also make some situations where we, we really just get caught off guard or just, you know, situation that make us laugh when we think back about it. La. So, uh, we have decided to title this segment Chit Chat and Bandong. And uh, just because, uh, you know, I think the Westerners would, would say, you know, chatting over tea. So for us, we, we our tea is bandong. So we are chit-chatting over bandong. Yeah? So our first chit-chat over bandong will be with this group of converts, uh, four of us. And we, our topic will be uh, the unexpected situations that we are put in as converts, you know? Uh, and this will Im- include like remarks or questions that we had no response to. At a point of thinking back, it, it kind of seems quite funny now. And then subsequently, inshallah, next week we'll have another segment talking about the miracles that have happened in our lives as converts. So I think every convert has a miracle and uh, we want to share that inshallah in the next uh, in the next week with our new group of three speakers. So I guess I'll start off. We wouldn't need any introduction. Inshallah, if you guys want an introduction of these speakers, go to the previous episode. Inshallah, they spend about two or three minutes talking about themselves and their Ramadan journey. So I guess I'll start with my real experience first. I... I have three actually. Uh, so, of course, the first one will be quite a generic one, but I didn't expect it in that situation. Lah. Okay, so I one day after praying Friday prayers, uh, I was in the first half because I came slightly earlier. And uh, I was just chilling in the mosque. Ah. And, and then after that, one of the pachit came to me. And I thought he was going to ask me something about my conversion or, you know, why am I doing the mosque. But rather he asked me like, uh, are you circumcised? So, so like, in any other situation, that would look quite, quite okay lah. But, like, in the mosque, after Friday prayers, I was like, oh, like, oh, huh? You know? Then, then after that, he mentioned, oh, uh, you know that you can only pray in the first half if you're circumcised. They're like, oh my goodness, is my, is my solar invalidated? So, so, that, that was quite a, quite a, like, oh, it hit me hard lah as, as, as a convert, I didn't know. So, but, you know, looking back, I realised that, circumcision in in, in, in in most cases isn't a focus of a, a mu'alaf when it comes to Islam if you have asked all the converts you know right after taking your shahada do you want to go to the hospital now to do your circumcision I don't think they would have said yes lah. so it takes time to ease into it you know I think Brother Ali would also have his story to tell but I'll leave it to him whether he wants to share it or not so yeah uh, that was something uh, quite unexpected and the second one will be my grandmother actually so my grandma is, is really subhanallah she's one of the biggest uh, motivations and inspirations of my life so of, of course you know she always try to start conversations with me regardless of what I do lah. so for a long time I, I, I go to the mosque quite often because I was uh, quite free then so every time I go to the mosque and I come back right my grandmother will always ask me this one question that never changes yeah she would ask me, also oh, today at the mosque, did they give you uh, curry to eat? So I would, like, like the first time I would be like, 
no lah, they gave me biryani. <laughs> then after that, but like the second, third, fourth time, I'm like, then I just keep like, thinking like, why does she keep asking me this question? You know, is it like, is it like a kind of like, how's the weather question? Then like, uh, you know, uh, do, do, do they serve you curry at the mosque? Or does my grandma really think like, all oh, we eat is curry? So, <laughs> I you know, I started to explore into that. I asked her like, why do you keep asking me this question? Or then she say, you know, everything they eat also curry, right? Biryani also curry, you know. Uh, you know, curry also got mutton and fish and chicken curry. So, it's like, oh, okay lah, okay lah, you know. So, at certain points, I get annoyed lah. I'm like, they don't just serve curry lah, you know. But like, looking back, it, I, I really appreciate lah. Because my, my, my grandma, you know, is she, she's always trying to find ways to include herself in my life. And I appreciate that. So, it was really funny. Uh, but really, really heartwarming now that I look back into it. And lastly, I think this is more like convert-centric. Sometimes I, on the actual lot of times when uh, my, my friends offer me food, you know, I'm I'm quite particular about it being halal life I have to know lah, either through the halal chop or the ingredients. So, so sometimes when I don't know, right, I, I, will, I will be very scared. You know? I, I'm not the kind of guy that will like say like, no, I cannot eat. But like I will try like sneaky ways to find, like to make sure that it's halal. So like sometimes I will just ask, oh, can I just take a look at the label? So there was one time my friend caught me lah, like uh, my friend just realized that okay lah, I'm I'm looking for the label and and trying to find his salad or not lah, and and then she she said this lah, she said me like very like suggestive uh, look lah, she said, you know if you just come back then you 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 can eat the food already you know you don't have to check all this. So I was, I was like, whoa, that, that was like truly the one time in my conversion life that I was really, I had no words to say lah. Because I just didn't know what to say. Like, should I get angry? Or like, was that a joke? You know? Because I, I maybe they have mistaken the fact that I'm searching for this this halal chop or the ingredients because I was forced to. But I enjoyed doing it because I, I enjoy making sure that my food is halal and proper lah. So I was like, oh, damn. Like, now looking back there, has been really like, I, even if you were to put me in the same situation now, I don't think I would have known how to react even, you know. So I, I just stayed quiet and I left. Like, I left. Like, I left wherever we were. I just left. I was like, okay, I need to go. So I left and then, uh, yeah. So that, that remains to date the most uh, interesting question or remark that I've ever been given. So that's me. That's my very all story. Uh, not in the conventional very all way, but very all. So inshallah, uh, I, I think we can start with, uh, I don't know, uh, who wants to start? Who has a very compelling story to tell? Maybe brother Yusuf Ali is a good choice. There's always good, nice stories to tell. Uh, not really, but... Um, okay, I don't really get uh, weird questions, usually, because I uh, look like a typical Indian Muslim, so people don't really see me as a convert. Yeah, and after I reach puberty, my beard and all, uh, yeah, seldom people mistake me for a uh, convert. So I don't usually have the common problems where some converts go to the mosque and they get questions like, are you the Muslims or things like that. But uh, however, working in Dararakam, I do tend to meet a lot of our senior uh, machi-machi. Yeah, so whenever they bump on, onto me, right, uh, there's this question that they're always curious, like, uh, whom did I get married to? And when am I, when was I married? So I will be like, no, 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 I'm not married yet. Then their next question, so why did you convert? So that's a stereotype. Yeah, that I usually get offended uh, a little easily. Like, you know, that, uh, I mean, I, I'm still okay with the fact that people, the senior Muslims, right, they have this uh, mentality whereby when you embrace Islam, you embrace Malay. You change your race, you know. Although I don't... Oh, they, they call it Masuk Melayu, ah? Huh? Yeah, Masuk Islam, uh, Kira Masuk Melayu. I'm still okay with that, not so bad. Uh, although I am French, but they assume that I'm also Melayu. So 
Yeah, French with a tip of Indian in it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still okay with that, you know, uh, for them to stereotype because a lot of my former teachers and even now they are Malays and I, I have picked up Malay language just to learn Islam by the book. So I, I'm perfectly fine with that. But the fact that they stereotype that I embrace Islam because of a marriage, I feel that uh, they are belittling their religion themselves without realizing that. Yeah, you know, are you trying to put a, uh, put it across to people that Islam is such a uh, cheap religion that you allow people to embrace only for marriage? And why don't you see it from another angle? And especially as seniors, I, I should be uh, expecting more from the seniors to be happy about one embracing Islam, Islam out of his own will with no valid reason except for Iman alone. So those were the little weird questions and definitely questions like um, in a masjid where we have conversations with random brothers and sisters and they were to know that we are converts. Then the next question, yeah, sudah sunat ke belum? That's a very difficult question that I had to be shy to answer with a no for many years. Yeah, I only did it like, okay, I'm so sorry, the sisters here, please pardon me. But yeah, I actually did attempt it. I did attempt when I was 18 because, you see, I embraced Islam when I was 15, but not officially. I could not get it officialized in the Rorakam because I didn't get my father's consent. Yeah, I had to wait till I turned 18. So once I turned 18 upon my official conversion ceremony, I went to the clinic to actually do my circumcision. But it was just halfway done. Halfway through the surgery, I had to quit. I gave up. I told the doctor, I can't bear this pain anymore. In fact, that, that process was to actually put me painless, you know. It was those anesthetic injections. Yeah. In that process, I told him I had to give up. And he told me, yeah, you are too nervous, you are too fidgety, and we have to stop the procedure right now itself. We will refund you 100%. But I had to leave up the, half, the remaining half of the day with my bottom part of my body numb. Lah, because half the medication was really in me to numb the area. So, so, but yeah, I was already halfway through the surgery. So they had to give me all those painkillers and all. And then eventually I did it uh, successfully uh, when I was 21 years old. And that was an anesthetic surgery. They put me to sleep. It was a day surgery. And I thought, okay, that was the best surgery ever. Okay. But still, I got it done. And at that point of time, I really wanted to do it because I was, uh, like I mentioned in my previous sharing, I was uh, making my plans for Umrah and I wanted to go in a state of circumcised. Yeah. So I considered that uh, surgery. But prior to that, yeah, I think it's, uh, I wasn't offended. But I start to doubt every of my prayer when I'm even when I'm praying alone because usually uh, our in our in our community, our Muslims are quite was was you know in doubt when the Imam is circumcised. Yeah, leave alone as a convert. What more when he has yet to you know go through circumcision? So it started to uh, make me doubt my own prayers at home. Like okay, if I can't lead a prayer, what what can I, how can I guarantee that my my individual prayer is is accepted? So in areas like this, I think um, our Muslim community got to be it's a bit more uh, tactful and more sensitive about it. Uh, it's also about self-esteem. Like. It affects us when we put in these kind of doubts in a new convert. Yeah, it's going to be in him, especially for people like me. I went through a difficult time overcoming that. I had to like consult a lot of teachers. Like, is it really true that I can't get married? I can't lead a prayer if I'm not circumcised? Because I'm living with my family. I can't go back home with a bandage there and be all weird about my movement at home that's gonna lead to a lot of you know complications at home so my teachers told me ali look you cannot go and 
uh, seek advice from any random Muslims you meet on the street. Meet in the street, you know, they are just sharing whatever that has been passed down by their traditions in the family. But if you really want to know what is about Islam, you need to find a proper source. Yeah, I think that's all about my uh, weird, weird uh, experiences as a convert, lah. Yeah. I see, I see, I see. Alhamdulillah, I didn't know it, expect, it, it affected you to the extent where you were going around to search for answers, man. Must, must have been quite a number of people telling you all this, man. Yeah, kind of, correct. <laughs> okay, okay, Alhamdulillah. I, I think I uh, echo your sentiments also. A, a lot of times, uh, converts coming to Islam, we focus on our prayers, we focus on, you know, getting our our daily prayers done, you know, learning Arabic, learning the Quran, learning the Al-Fatiha. Then only for the first question that we popped is, uh, are you circumcised? You know, so like, it says, like, that's the hallmark of a Muslim. Lah. But, you know, more often than not, it's not. So, perhaps for each of us also, all of us as Muslims, we have to understand that for, for everyone, there's a circumstance uh, and, and they have uh, their own reasons behind why they do or do not do things uh. it's not an easy thing to get circumcised you know like it's, it's not just uh, the, I want to do it then the next day we, 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 I, I will do it you know it's, it's quite an important part of the body lah. so maybe give the new convert a, a bit more slack but if it's uh, one that has been a few years already then maybe just uh, hint them or remind them slowly yeah and, and, and you know inshallah once they're ready and Allah gives them the tawfiq then uh, it will happen yeah so yeah, so, so, so that's that very interesting uh, sharings uh, what about from maybe we can get Sister Shalina mm, yes I actually have a lot but I think I can only think of three so recently I think last year um, yeah last year or maybe this year I have a lot of relatives first time seeing me in hijab so they were like eh I, could, I couldn't recognize you. Uh, what happened to you? Uh, uh, you are, are you married or, or what? Like, like similar to what Brother Ali say, like a lot of people, a lot of people, I mean, stranger or even your uh, long lost relative, uh, like first time seeing you, like uh, they will like have this uh, suddenly like this stereotype of like, eh, are, are you are you are you married or 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 your, or your boyfriend is a Malay? Now I said, oh no, I don't have boyfriend and I'm not married, I'm still single. So, so, uh, so, so, yeah, so, so I just say, oh, no, la, I just convert to the religion la, by, by my own will, uh, no husband, nothing. Yeah, yeah, that, that it, it was kind of weird, but yet funny. Yeah, because uh, frankly speaking, I'm not very close with that relative besides it's my grand, it's my grandmother, goddaughter. So, so it's like, oh, okay, yeah. So, Another one was um because uh, okay because my mom my mother is a Malaysian so yeah so 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 uh, uh I think two years or four years back we me my sister my two two elder sister myself and my mom went back to Malaysia to attend one of um, our younger cousin's wedding so so like but before like I mean maybe like two days before the weddings we went to eat supper at a hala hala restaurant where, where there are like they, where, where they serve seafood and all then nearby nearby the restaurant like those um by the sea kind of like like very like uh very short kind of um scenery but you can't really see but yeah so so there's a mosque then suddenly there's like azan um uh calling for the prayer for isha i think yeah then then after that my sister was like asking me this question uh like you, you know uh, if you want to explain to our grandmother in hokkien right how 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 would you want to explain to her i was like huh how i don't know 
Then after that, she say, she say, there's this, uh, uh, those who understand Hokkien, um, they say, uh, um, oh, that's Allah, 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 right? So, so they will say, Long Zhong Lai Pai Pai. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, like, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. come you know, and pray kind of thing. Yeah, uh. yeah, correct. Everyone come and pray kind of thing. So, so, yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. It's like, it's a, it's an idea of, uh, giving dakwah to those elderly who doesn't really know about, like, Azan kind of thing. So, so it's kind of good, uh, ins- inspiration for those um, people who want to give give dakwah to those elderly who doesn't really know Mandarin or, or English. So yeah, long song my part. Like Pai is a, a kind of good way. Then another one was I think another one was I think my my father because like you know like I think few years back. Uh, uh, I, I think I was uh, I was uh four or five years Muslim, so so yeah so so after, or maybe or maybe just like um quite rec- uh not really recent uh, like uh maybe a few years after I convert, so so it was like uh nearing to it uh it is nearing to it Adha so Hari Raya Haji, so I was at home watching TV then suddenly my my dad come home, my father come home, came home and asked me, eh, uh, like, he, he was like, he, he was like, um, like, randomly came to greet me, Islam Hari Raya Haji, then, then I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay, thank you, thank you, then I was like, he, then I was like, he suddenly asked me, like, secretly, secretly, uh, uh, you, you got, you, you got go to the mosque and take beef or not? I want to eat lah, then I was like, huh? Take beef? Are that because because my frankly speaking, my grandmother don't allow um tell, uh, uh, my father to eat beef because they they are like practicing like those um practicing Buddhists who doesn't eat beef. But my father secretly asked me, "Hey, go and take beef or mutton? I want to eat." You know, I said, "Oh, okay, okay. If have, I take for you, okay." Then then he was saying, <laughs> "Yeah." So so I said, "Oh, okay, okay." So so after that, um, like he has been like asking me this question for subsequently two years. Then after that, but but every time when he asked, I will like tend to forget. But this this year when I remember, it is not really Haji meat lah. But but I remember that he likes to eat beef, so I actually went to order because I was nearby nearby his work. Um, my um my father's company, uh, who is um um they they actually uh have this uh casket business. Um, near, nearby um Papayos, right? So so I w- because I also need to go and when I also need to go and drop my therapin off to visit the vet. Yeah, so nearby uh I, I I mean since I have time right, so why not I go and like visit my father and and have lunch with him. So I actually ordered a beef uh beef um Thai beef kind of um soup or rice thing for him. Then he act, he literally like abandoned me to go and go and eat lunch with his friends. So I was like, okay lah, never mind. I uh, I just place it down there. I mean, I think I have I waited for so long. So so yeah, so I just put it there. And then after that, I just text him. I uh, put it there. Then later, uh, if you want to eat, you eat. If not, you can bring home. So my mom actually called me that. Uh, you you bought you bought beef soup for your father. Is it? Is it? Yeah, I bought beef soup from for him. Then he say, huh, he throw away that. Say, then I will go, wow. I like waited for like almost an hour. Then you tell me you go and you didn't eat and you go and throw away the food. And I was like, okay, never mind. I'm not going to buy anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I see, I see. What what an interesting story, Alhamdulillah. I didn't expect like I guess I guess my, my family is also quite similar lah. So my mother would because she's not as practicing as, as my father's side lah, so my mother would not eat beef at, at home, then she would go out and eat beef. But I didn't expect other families to be like that also. But I think uh mashallah I I I think even the thought to buy your father the food that you think that he might have liked, right? Is Alhamdulillah, I think that's very good. And I, I think like what you say, lah, uh our actions can also be that well. So sometimes I also find it very hard to explain it some to my grandmother because like like, I, I'm literally, okay, I can call myself a Chinese lah, but I cannot speak Chinese. So, like, I don't know what Islam in Chinese is. I don't know what Allah in Chinese is. I always thought, like, Islam was just, like, someone made it up to make fun of, like, Islam. You know, like, but, it's, but recently I found out that it was the actual translation of Islam in Chinese. Yeah. So, so you know, uh, through our actions, uh, sometimes uh, I also do the azan at home. Then my grandmother knows when I say that, then it's time to pray. Then sometimes, because normally we, uh, we, we share the room, right? And then after that, uh, when I do the azan, she will leave the room quietly sometimes. And I'm very heartened, lah, you know, by, by things like this also. So thank you so much for sharing. Okay, so uh, moving on to Brother Ibrahim. So uh, Brother Ibrahim, we have been thinking for some time. So we are, we are so excited to hear about your stories. Yeah, I have one experience quite recently. Uh, so um, so I, I was playing this game with my friend. So my friend's not, 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 not Muslim. Um, so in, 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 in the game itself, um, so what, what occurred is, as so, some of you listening might play this game, it's called ML Mobile Legends. So in, in, in the game itself, um, a teammate was feeding. So the word feeding means that I thought, they teach, um, I thought it was some educational question, <laughs> man. You, uh, it was, you were hyping up for a very, I mean, a uh, very, very nice uh, educational game. And then it turned out to be Mobile Legends. <laughs> yeah, so, so the, the teammate was feeding. So when, when you say someone feeds, right, it means they um, die to the enemy team repeatedly. So, so, so a teammate of ours was feeding. So she's not Muslim, right? Um, but after, after the teammate fed so much, right, he was, he all of, all, he, all of the blue said, Astaghfirullahaladzim. And I was like, what? You know, like, I think he, because um, he's, he's, a, he's a friend of mine from NS. So he said, he said he's quite, quite close to me. Uh, so, Perhaps he, he's, heard, he's, heard, he's heard it from like friends, from other Muslim friends or from me. So in the game, right, he, like, even though he's not Muslim himself, you know, at the start of the game, right, no, like, he, he would say, bis, he would say Bismillah. I mean, even though I know like, that isn't his intention of, like, you know, like, to remember God, but you know, it's good like, it reminds me of God also and stuff like that. But it's just pretty interesting how non-Muslims, you know, yeah. Us ourselves were non-Muslims before, so we understand um, their perspective and their point of view. But I mean, it's interesting, you know, like the, um, especially in the, the last few years, you know, I, I always feel that um, perhaps the perception of non-Muslims of Islam is something that is scary and something that they, that they wouldn't want to involve themselves with. Um, but I mean, like, it's pretty interesting how my friend would like, you know, say like, be willing to even say the words which are very um which are very uh anchored in our religion like the word the word, the word bis- bismillah astaghfirullah you know like like he she didn't say in a in a way to make fun of them but it's just it's just to you know to uh i think i guess because he's i think he's quite a superstitious guy so he believes by maybe saying the word Bismillah, you know, I just, I've also said to him before that you know, if you, be, you begin things in the name of God, you know, it'll, it'll be blessed. 
So I think he's... Yeah, I mean, so maybe he thought, like, okay, you know what? Um, there might be some blessings if I were to say this. So he may have said it. Because he was like, okay, Brian, we got to win this game. Bismillah, Bismillah. So I think he... Maybe he, maybe he thought, you know, like, be, be, because if he says this, he, he will help him win. But I mean, you know, so... Um, and then another uh, experience with, an, with another friend was that he, he came to me one day and he said, hey, the moment before I die, right, I'm going to become Muslim. And I was like, hey, what? why? And he's like, okay, uh, because when you, if you're Muslim, right, after you're dead, uh, they can't remove um, this head. So there's this thing on your eye. It's just, um, I think there's this film on your eye that if they usually when people die, they will remove that film. Cornea is donate it? off to, yeah, yeah, to donate off to, to um, somebody else. But he said that for Muslims, uh, they won't do so. So I thought he, so he said he's going to become Muslim. Like just before he died, he's going to actually do a lot. It's just so that he, they, won't do, they won't do that. I was like, okay, cool, interesting. Please do so, you know. Um, you know, because you, you, you never really know on the person's deathbed, you know, he could say that phrase and he could really, he could really believe it. So that was one really interesting thing. Um, something else that was really interesting was that uh, I, was in the, I was in the masjid once and I remember this to be uh, one of the more prominent nights. Uh, I forgot exactly which night, but it was one of the more prominent nights and we were there from Maghrib, or, or like we stayed in the, in the masjid after Maghrib prayers all the way to Ishak. So um, there were some recitations going on and everything. But then halfway through the recitation, um, so me and my friend, we were in the front row, right? And then one of the, pe- one of the people um, who were in the, f- the front row, I think they were one of the members of the, of the, of the market itself. Um, they asked uh, me and my friend, well, so I, are you guys converts? And then we said, yeah. So, um, uh, you, you guys might recognize him, his brother Amresh, uh, from the previous episode. So he was there with, there with me. So uh, what occurred was, we answered yes, you know, we are converts. And what he did is he took out, like, uh, ten, took out a $10 bill and gave it to each of us. And I was like, cool, Alhamdulillah, but what is this for, you know? Then I was wondering, hmm. so I was like, wow, you know, because I think that's a really interesting interesting experience experience for them to give you cash because you know your convert i mean i wasn't really that surprised because um when you become muslim i think daru i can give give you like 50 bucks i when i became muslim they give you 50 bucks, 50 bucks as well so i i was so it occurred once before but it's just very rare lah. so i guess just, that's an interesting experiencing experience yeah i see i see alhamdulillah alhamdulillah uh I think also I've had one experience in the masjid. It was, I think, oh yeah, it actually just reminded me of that story. If I may just spend just one more minute on the story. So it was, it was during Iftar in Ramadan. Lah. And then after that, me, my friends, and also Amres. Lah. Amres. Amres is in all these stories. I don't know why. Uh, but Amres and also Adam Indra. We three of us were eating from a, from, from a, from a plate. Lah. We were sharing with some brothers. So suddenly one brother from the back and turned around. He asked in quite a like, strict manner, are you guys Muslims? Cause like we don't look like Muslims lah, so maybe he thought we were in the mosque just to get free food lah. <laughs> so then like, uh, thank God we were lah. Alhamdulillah we were. So we say yeah we are Muslims. Then after he softened up, 
So at, at first we were quite shocked lah. But then I I think that was a very interesting experience lah. Where our personal thoughts were that you know even if someone was was or not was not Muslim, if he's in the masjid eating, then perhaps there's a way of him getting hidayah. So you know by who or by crook, just be nice to him. And whether he's here for the food or not, then let Allah you know account it for for us lah. Uh, we we are not in the position to do so. But that that took us off guard quite a bit. It was very interesting uh, experience. Uh, but but at, at this point of time, I I think uh, we have had many stories. I think we have even maybe. Uh, 10 or maybe 11 or 12 stories that have been shared today. Thank you so much to all of you guys here today uh, for for joining us for two of our podcasts and and alhamdulillah all the stories uh, shared here we 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 hope that uh, you guys uh, the listeners here and listening at home or on the way to work uh, will get to benefit from from our our short uh, sharings and yeah so before we end I just want to ask if any of you guys have any more comments to add or or any more uh, last last words before we end the session. Maybe I can add. Um, one a teacher used to share with us regarding about converts Muslim new or old or a long 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 time than Muslims. Yeah, so he was sharing. He was sharing that um, it's not the it's not the matter of whether you are new Muslim, um, not so new or long the longest converts, but it's what the heart and the iman or the Ibadah that counts, yeah. So so so, uh, so I think it doesn't matter whether you are old, new, or young, or or whatever, whatsoever. As long as you have the heart towards uh seeking and understand uh about Allah's religion, his uh his akida, and uh willingly to pursue and. Seek knowledge. I think whether you are old, young, or very, 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 very long Muslim doesn't doesn't really matter, lah. As long as you have the willingness and the heart to just go do it. Mm, mm, mm. Alhamdulillah Relates to a lot of the challenges that we face uh. A lot of times we are, we are stereotyped as People who join religion Not because of the religion itself Like what Brother Ali said also So Alhamdulillah Thank you so much for all three of you guys being here today it was, It's been a very cozy night I really appreciate it a lot And uh, just as always Let's end the session with Tasbir Kafara And uh, Surah Al-As Subhanakallahumma bihamdika Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka Wa tubi ilaik Bismillahirrahmanirrahim والأسر إن الإنسان لفي خس إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا الحق وتواصوا الصبر. We pray that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will ease our fears if we manage to ease the fears of another Muslim. We pray that this uh, session brings benefit to the listeners as well as ourselves in our strive towards Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And we uh, we would like to take this opportunity to to make a dua that Allah eases the fears of everyone in our ummah and showers His mercy on all of us. Okay, for the for the last time tonight. Uh, Uh, thank you so much for uh, all three of you and, and everyone on the team for being here. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.